I am fabulous How now. Are you? Amazing. <laughs> yes, I'm just getting in the house. I've just been out and about and for us to record this episode. <laughs> yeah, girl. Well, let's well, let's get into it. Welcome to this Black Girl Podcast. I am one half of your wonderful, fabulous, feminine co-host, um, Lola, aka Lola on Instagram. Amen. And I am the other half of your fantabulous host. I am at The Hill Diva. You can call me Miss Hill Diva. And uh, we're coming at you here from the GTA. My girl's in T.O. I'm in the suburbs. Okay. A to the a to the a town. I don't know Ajax, but uh, <laughs> trying to, to make it T-O. sound special. A to the T.O. <laughs> a town stomp. <laughs> oh God, struggling to make it sound, you know, flavorful. But hey, we're basic <laughs> in Ajax. <laughs> wow. Yes, girl, bring it, spill it. Let them okay, know. Wait, so let's. Well, let's get into this. This episode is actually going to be based around a Reddit story. So this Reddit story was posted in our slash relationship advice by uh, the account throwaway pro underscore pro underscore choice. And the title is my female 29 significant other male 37 is pro-life and thinks I am immature because I am not. So Recently, my significant other had an argu- and I had an argument about what would happen if we were to find out our future baby has Down syndrome. I am 100% pro-choice. I believe a woman knows what's best for her body and her future, and if she doesn't feel a baby, regardless of disabilities, will be a good choice, then she should be given the opportunity to terminate. However, my significant other is 100% against that. He believes that if a woman is having consensual sex with or without contraception, she absolutely should not get an abortion. His opinion is that the mother should not get to decide whether the baby should get to live or not. I tried to reason with him by that logic, the woman doesn't matter and that her life is less than a huddle of cells, but he doesn't agree. We started the argument because if I were to find out my child had chromosomal abnormalities, I would terminate as I do not believe I would be a fit mother to raise someone with disabilities because of my own disabilities slash disorders. I also do not think it would be fair on us as a family or for the child to be brought into a life of potential suffering. I tried to say that we don't know the severity of the disability and I don't believe I would cope having to raise a child who has the potential mental capacity of a four-year-old for the rest of my life. On top of that, my disorders and disabilities are also genetic and would cause a lot of issues in someone who is disabled. My significant other believes I am immature for believing this and selfish for thinking about myself in this situation. If I were to birth a disabled child, it would more than likely fall to me because the full-time as to um, fall to me to be the full-time carer because of the job that he works and the money he makes. I don't even know if I want to be a stay-at-home mom at this stage as I truly love my career and have big plans to create a business 
with it as well. How can I explain to this exceptionally stubborn man that his opinion isn't the only one that matters? Damn. Yeah. That's a hot one. Yeah. That is a hot one. Okay. And okay. That where do you want to start with that? Because I'm gonna okay. <laughs> Well, I want to start with um, one of the top-rated comments. Yeah, let's go. And this was from Gary Prince IRL. And he said, this this is the one political issue that no couple can realistically survive. If he pressures you into carrying an unwanted fetus to term, you will resent him forever. But if you thought that it... But if you thought that that was a tough situation to get through if you go behind his back and it will be behind his back and get an abortion he will literally view you as the murderer of his child that's just how pro-lifers see things so if you want to risk one of those two outcomes dot 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 Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that's deep because that's so factual um like the two perspectives yeah. For me, um, it it I'm triggered because formerly a pro-lifer, I was. I was very um, and this was strictly because of religion. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of times we have these percept perceptions until we're in that situation. Okay, so right. it's easy an opinion and say you know especially as a man who you will never experience baby i'm I'm recording i'm recording right now sorry y'all i came outside and my child comes with me with some mess there's always some mess going on between my kids okay that's why i'm (laughs) pro-choice okay okay (laughs) but getting real um the reality is that um it's very easy for a man to have an opinion when all you do is bust a nut, when all you do is enjoy yourself. And then, you know, you go to work, your life changes so minimally after childbirth, minimally compared. Okay. And I'm saying compared to what a woman goes through. Okay. You're right. And, and that's something you have to recognize. This is why your opinion doesn't have as much weight as a woman's opinion, because you're not the one who's out of work for nine months. You're not the one who grows two, three, four, five dress sizes and feels sick and is vomiting and can't, you know, smell certain things and can't do certain things, can't touch your toes. You know, like I remember when I was pregnant, just trying mm-hmm. to get up to sit up in bed, okay? Oh girl, that was a struggle. That struggle. Was a struggle. Girl, one the heart one the heartburn, the hair loss, the pregnancy brain. People don't realize like women go kind of dumb when you're pregnant. You forget shit. The craving. And you're starving. And the never mind the craving, but just the starving. All of a sudden, like if you usually had breakfast at like brunch time, eleven, no, you you wake up. I used to wake up at three AM to eat. Like I eat regular meals during the day. And then at 3 a.m. I'm freaking like I had to bite. I would I wanted to eat somebody's face off like and yeah. I would eat more, more, more. I'd constantly be waking up to eat, eat. And it would be like this starving hunger as if I've been in a store, been stranded in a forest for like six months with something. And it's like ravenous hunger. Like you, it's crazy. Yeah. 
and yeah like it's so, a lot it's a lot of things just like even like your your ankles swelling up your feet growing feet sizes that don't shrink back by the way that's right yes high. girl like, god dang i used to be a seven and a half okay Girl, I used to be a size 10. Okay, I used to be a size 10. Now that ship has sailed, gone, forever, Girl, like, lost, okay? And so, that's, like, it, and that's it, before it, the kids even gets here, right? Those are the things yeah. before the kid gets here. Never mind when the child is here and the realistic um, expectations that are there for mothers versus fathers, okay? And right. yes, there's that one-off dad that, you know, takes care of the kid, but I'm telling you 90% of the responsibility and in, in most relationships is on the woman. You know what I mean? Like a lot right. of time. It, mm -hmm. Well, I was just going to say, even with something as normal as feeding, like when you first have a newborn, that baby's hungry every one to two hours. Men mm -hmm. don't breastfeed. Like, I, girl, I remember when my titties were so engorged, okay? They would hurt yep. if right. I didn't feed this child. Or and, and, and if I'm trying to feed her, she's not hungry, so I have to pump because it's just constantly, constantly, constantly producing milk. And like, mm -hmm. you know ruining t-shirts because my titties would leak ruining bras because my mm -hmm. titties would leak. like it's a it's it, it changes your body physically we don't even like postpartum depression girl that's a whole oh. other monster that's a whole oh. other monster so it's yeah. like there's yeah. a lot of things that women are signing up for that men don't even realize there are women who have lost their teeth in pregnancy, what? um, yeah, like, like back wow. problems, permanent back problems. Like people don't talk about the because people all those little things. Like people are always just like, oh, it's the miracle of life, wow. But it's like nobody talks about fucking preeclampsia. Nobody mm -hmm. talks about PCOS and the struggle it is for women who who suffer with that to even get pregnant, stay pregnant, be pregnant, like. There's a lot of things that a woman's body goes through. And that's like, even like you said, that's even before the child is here. Exactly. Let alone having to constantly care for a, another human being around the clock who doesn't have the ability to care for them on their own, you know? Right. And let's get real now. Let's get real. And for the women who haven't had kids, especially for heterosexual women who haven't had kids, even even for sex, um, you know, lesbian or whatever. But for women who I can only speak for heterosexual women because I'm a woman, you know what I mean? Yeah. Who is heter who's heterosexual ish. OK, <laughs> at the end. OK, so one hard thing as well to cope with and this is something i would want another woman before she has a child to also realize because when you're thinking when you're a couple and you're like thinking about having a child we're all thinking of all the good stuff you're all thinking oh this is great you know um we're thinking of you know having the baby pushing the cute baby in the stroller the baby giggling and laughing and that's what all right. these pro-lifers are thinking about okay but the reality as well, too, is it's difficult. You know, these kids can come out with disabilities, like especially the fact that this woman even says she has a condition that she right. cannot handle, you know, taking care of a child that 
example, has uh, Down syndrome. That's a serious thing. Like having a child who, or for example, is in diapers for the rest of their life or is mentally in, um, you know, a, a state of dependency for the rest of their life on their parent. That is a lot. I remember I did have a neighbor who had a child who suffered from Down syndrome and the woman was 50 something. Had yeah. a grown 25-year-old child and then had um, about, I think he was about 14-year-old child syndrome as well. And wow. you felt, you know, and he was beautiful. Of course, he was a wonderful um, young man. But I also realized that, wow, you know, she is, it didn't hit me at the time, but thinking back, I was like, wow, she is going to have this child for the rest of her life. And what does happen when she ages out of being able to care for him? And he's still, you know, maybe in his 30s or whatever age. And maybe she's in a nursing home and she needs care. You know, what happens, right? So, right. And, and that's if you're even able to do it. But this girl has a condition, you know? So it's like, how can you judge her for wanting to not put someone through that? Well, and, and that's the thing, because like, um, I have a girlfriend who has a beautiful, beautiful child who also happens to have autism. And I love that child. I love that child. She's a sweetheart, you know, but you, it's significantly different than interacting with a child who doesn't have, you know, who isn't on the spectrum or who doesn't have disabilities at that same age. Like there's different mm -hmm. milestones that this child will never meet. And yeah. it's, and it's definitely like, it's a lifetime commitment that like is not easy. And I definitely commend and respect all of the parents who, you know, who, mm -hmm. who put in that extra work, who puts in that extra care to ensure that they have like the best life essentially for them because it's it's hard it's hard like i i know parents who have kids with no issue and they're struggling and they're a hot mess and it's girl, just like, i'm exhibit a i'm exhibit a no, okay girl, no, girl, trust me you you downplay yourself but you're definitely a super mom i'm just i'm talking about the ones who don't even who, who who have their kids on the back burner have other people oh. caring for their kids because yeah. you know they can't step up i'm putting it in a nice yeah. way can't yeah. step up no, and it. manage the responsibilities of being an active parent you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's just hard for the regular everyday parents mm -hmm. but like so it's like it, it's definitely extra hard for for the parents who have to deal with those extra conditions on top of that it's definitely not easy and i think mm -hmm. it's very very um insulting and disrespectful to call this woman immature because she it knows she's not capable of doing this right because it's not like because yeah. the way that the story breaking down it's like okay so he works uh, he has a better job and he makes a better income. So if they have to decide who stays at home versus who works, it's obviously going to be him that's working. So he's not dealing with right. the, you know, day-to-day, -day, everyday issues of just having a child, let alone a child with disabilities. Because she's right. not saying that she's not, she's not interested in having children at all. She's just saying that the likelihood if she finds out that one of, that a child she's carrying may have issues and or disabilities, that she's probably going to terminate that particular pregnancy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know? Exactly. So it's 
so it's just like i don't know for them to him to be so dismissive and to call her immature mm-hmm. when it like i want to know how immature he's gonna feel if she has a baby for him leaves him and has him on fucking child support for us his life. <laughs> facts with all that big money too with all that big money right this is one thing i will say as well okay yeah um as i was explaining my situation um you know a lot of religion is a big kind of backer um of why a lot of people are pro-life yes people obviously care about the lives of children but like if you care so much about the life of children okay go work at a orphanage okay go and adopt those kids aren't yours and are none of your business. Go care for them. Those are the kids that are alive that are none of your business. Well, but right? Worrying about kids that could have, would have, could have, would have, could have, should have. Worry about the kids that are. That's what Girl, I, I. Yo, facts. Because that's the other. That's the other concept of it. Because it's like there are a lot of people who are always like, um, you know, because like I've even had a conversation with family where they were talking about different options for like having kids versus you know possibly mm-hmm. going into like in vitro and whatever and fertility clinics and you know versus adoption and 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 fostering and whatever and like mm-hmm. i totally support adoption like a thousand percent because l- there are kids who are here alive heart beating breathing who who would love to grow and thrive and survive in a happy household that wants their presence. But a lot of times those people who are pro-life and, oh, don't abort, don't abort, are always like, oh, well, it's not the same because it's not biologically yours. Why? There's still a child. Why? Thank you. Thank you. You know, like the same people that are like, um, well, my dog's black, so I'm not racist. Oh like, my I'm God. sorry, you know, but you know what I mean? Well, like, it's like, if, if it's that's not my thing. thing, it's like, if you're, if like you said, like if you're pro-life, you have to be pro-life across the entire spectrum. And that includes children that may not be biologically yours. Exactly. You it's, know, it's, and you can't talk, don't talk the talk. Well, and, and that's the thing. That's the thing, because it's like, what would you rather have a child that's yours born with par- possible issues disabilities they're unhappy you're unhappy or you know make the choice to adopt a child who is happy in the household who is like maybe not disabled you're happy they're happy the house is happy like what does biology have to do with wanting to have a family you know And and let's be real here imagine a world where every child born is a child that was wanted by the parents Jeez, girl, th- l- l- think of how hard that hits. Yep. Think of that. Yep. Imagine yep. a world where every child is a child that was wanted. And sometimes wanted children get, the parents get frustrated. You know what I mean? Never yep. mind unwanted children, young girl, 16 and pregnant and blah, 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 and this and that. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying this for everyone to go and abort left, right, no. But I'm just saying, imagine that utopia where everybody is responsible, all condoms work, all of, you know, everyone's on contraceptive, everyone's protecting themselves and, you know, everyone waits till they're ready, you know, or they're 30 or 
whatever age that they choose, right? Imagine that. Imagine how many less, hopefully less cases of abuse and neglect and, you know, like Gabriel Fernandez, like less right. crazy cases like that would be going on. You know, I would hope. I would hope. Yeah. So now imagine the world we're in now where people are being, you know, abused, um, you know, in that way. And people are being forced now and guilted because what, what hurts me about that is not only the fact that we're talking about children that could live miserable lives, but the very women who have abortions, no woman wakes up and says, you know what? I want to, what do you want to be when you grow up? Oh, I know an abortion mom. Like no one says that. <laughs> Nobody right. wakes up. Right. It's a hard decision for the woman who's doing it. That woman is All crying right. at night. That woman is bawling. That woman feels crap. You don't need to guilt her because she's already guilting herself. Right. You know what I mean? No one's waking cartwheels on their way to the abortion clinic. Nobody. <laughs> I will probably be the first woman to do that. I'm no lie. Because no, I even, don't give a damn. But even so, it's, again, again, pe people look like, people are like, oh, well, you know, I have to go to the abortion. It's not like, yes, it's, it's a choice that they're making, but it's like, if they had the choice to not be pregnant at all, they would take that choice first, you know? Right, exactly. Over, over having to you know, abort a child. Like, I've never met a person who's like, you know what my kink is? Thank you. Thank you. Permission. Like, Thank you. nobody, nobody. Like, the closest, the closest I've heard, the closest I've heard to that type of level of craziness is girls who pretend to be pregnant to get a man to pay for an abortion because, you know, not everywhere abortions are free. Right. Um, you know, get a man to pay for an abortion and then they just end up finessing him for money. Right, right. Oh, don't kill me. Don't I've heard of that. Me. I've definitely heard of that. That's been a Yo. thing. Like, we live Yo. in a world now, we live in a world now where women aren't, women aren't the baby trappers no more. Like, you see them occasionally where girls like, oh, I need to have a baby by this guy because of whatever, yada, yada. But mm -hmm. like, most times, girl, I'm hearing most times it's the men I'm because uh, like there's there's men who do things called stealthing where while mm -hmm. they're having sex with a woman with a condom off they slip it off mm -hmm. and continue having sex with them when they're unaware I've heard of a story of oh, a mother-in-law putting holes in their their son's condom so he can impregnate their daughter-in-law when they're not what? trying to have kids like I'm oh hearing about God. everybody else trying to get pregnant but the woman Thank you. This is crazy. And it's a real thing. It's a real thing. And I believe we touched on this in one of our previous podcasts, but it's true. And I'm telling you, the one gift every broke man can give you, and it's not a ring, it's a baby. Okay. And a lot of them will give it to you because they think, oh, she looks like she's going to go somewhere in life, or I really love her and I don't want her to have anybody else. So that's a way of them keeping their foot in the door of your life for the rest of your life. Yo, facts. Like literally, I, I it's had, literally a trap. Yeah. I had a partner like forever and ever ago that mm -hmm. like, you know, we were dating very brief. We had, you know, we had hooked up or whatever. And we were having a casual conversation. And I just casually mentioned him. I'm like, oh, I'm I'm not feeling well. He's like, why? I'm like, I'm having cramps because my period is here. And he's like, what do you mean? 
I'm like, what do you mean? What do you, what do you mean? Like, I'm a woman. A woman has periods. Like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he's like, he's like, oh, I thought I, I, he's like, I was hoping I, I had knocked you up. And I was like, excuse me? Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, I was hoping I would no- I, I knocked you up. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what's wrong with you? To the point that like, I'm so, I was so triggered by that thing that like, any future partners after that girl mm-hmm. that, that the, the child conversation is like first and foremost wow in any situation going forward like even me and the mister like we talk hypothetically about kids personally we we had teeter-tottered on the idea of having children at one point but we came to the conclusion both of us together that like it's just not going to be in the cards for us based off of right. like our lifestyle what we want to do what our intentions for our future is it's just like having a child unfortunately just doesn't go with what we're trying to do and right neither of us are heartbroken about it and we both know hey if there was happened to be an accident guess what homeboy driving me to the clinic and driving me back <laughs> because right. you know we, we we already had that conversation so that if something were to happen, we're both not finding ourselves on the same page. Right. And that's funny because it reminded me, I had a guy who we were like high school kind of sweetheart, not even really high school because we didn't go to the same high school, but we were like, we met when we were 16 at like Arabana and then we had our little thank you. We lost touch. And then we rekindled when we were in our mid twenties. Okay. And at this point, now we're grown, okay? This guy got huge. Like, he was already 6'2 when I had met him, but he was skinny. Like, he was, like, you know, high school. And then he just, he filled out and just became, like, and I was like, oh, wow. Okay, good for you, girl. Yeah. Why did the Lolo become a man, too? Oh, (laughs) Yo. Monster. (laughs) Monster truck, okay? Size, okay? Anyway, long story short... So we started talking, blah, blah, blah. And at this point now, I'm a mom. I'm a mom of three. We're chatting. And he goes, he had said to me, he had said, you know what? Like, I had been talking about you to one of my friends that I missed you. And, you know, all this, we haven't been together. He was like, I was going to go to the opera. And I thought, what girl would I have wanted to take? And I'm like, it would have been you. He's like, and I said, if I ever saw you again, I'm like, I am going to get her pregnant. Like, I... I was like, what? And he's like, but because you already have kids, I wouldn't do that to you. You know, because I already had three, right? And I sat there scratching my head like, what in the... Like, I wanted to say all kind of Jamaican bad words. But can you imagine the... Can you imagine the level of manipulation that is? Thank you. He's acknowledging, I can't do that to you. Which means the child wasn't because you loved each other and you wanted to Thank plan you. and expand your family. It's because he wanted to have his 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 hooks into you. Into me, yes! I couldn't That's believe it. Sick. I'm like, is this how poverty operates? Like, because you like someone, you want them in your life, you give them a child, a whole life, just to keep this person in your life. You're creating a full person, a human being, no, who's no, gonna have to depend on you, not a ring. Okay, not a house. Okay, girl, you took the words out of my mouth. I'm like, don't give me a kid, give me a house. You want me to stay? Thank Buy me you. a house. Thank you. 
honey, a ring or a house. Okay, those things when you're done paying it off, they're cheaper. They're cheaper. Thank you. And they're being paid off, and they stop. You have to take care of them like that. You know what I mean? That's that's what I'm trying to say. Give me a burden, a burden, a whole burden as a gift. Okay, wow, like what world? And then how does that guarantee that I'm gonna stay with you or in your life? You know well, what I mean? Thing. A lot of people oh think. My God. A lot of people think that, and, and I don't know, because like I remember this mindset and the men- and, like mentality growing up. I guess more in the '90s and 2000s, like, oh, if you had a kid, it was over for you. It was over for you. Nobody mm-hmm. wanted. Nobody wanted a woman that already mm-hmm. had a child from another man. Like you were considered mm-hmm. spoiled. Spoiled. Good. Good. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like, and I'm just like, it's just wild to me because like yeah. that whole yeah. ideal ideology and the concept behind like you having a kid but the kid's not mine so it's not the same right. it's just like like I get it but it's also wild to me. I agree and like thankfully times have changed so much you know like where yeah. women people understand that yo shit happens we're, we're literally the generation of shit happens like you know what i mean literally ah shit happens whatever you know everyone's fine everyone's whatever this that but it's like imagine being in that type of a world like i i was so triggered when this man said that i was so triggered i'm like it hit me like that's a pretty mindset it's wild to hear that like men will will think like to get this to get this woman to stay or at least I can continue to have access to her in my life is to get her pregnant. And uh-huh. it's like, they're not even thinking about the child. They're not thinking about the child, the child's well-being. Like, and, and, and this is why I'm just like, it's wild that like things like home ec, like I grew up in high school and like in high school, I was never one of those home ec girls where the girls were like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. I want to take home ec and I want to have the baby and the flower and, oh, and, 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 and learn how to cook and homemaking. Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. I thought I was fucking stupid. And I thought it was lame. Girl, I wish they made that a fucking compulsory course in school for both men right. and women to have to go through so that when they leave high school as a legal adult, they can make smarter decisions um, smarter decisions and like it's funny because recently the government has changed high school education they got rid of academic and applied math and right. have essentially combined it and put to include um knowledge about credit and budgeting wow, wow. Bro, it's about time where was like, that where was that thank right? you so 2020 like, y'all just thought realized no. that you didn't know how to budget like stop right take it a step further and make home ec a required class that both guys and girls have to have to you know have to learn if you if like don't let the gym teacher teach people about sex sex ed because they're terrible at it don't know what they're oh talking God, about it's i know stupid. i barely That's remember the, people in the building like stop keep going like put it into home ec put it into home ec because you know exactly. what the way you put put condoms into family planning put family planning into the school system so people know that you know there are options for you you don't mm-hmm. like if you want to plan a family this is the right way to plan a family if you don't want to plan a family uh, or you have no intentions of having a family this is what you're doing because there are so many young girls that uh, grow up being like oh i want to be a mom i want to be a homemaker and like that's great if that's your ambition but that's also because 
they're blinded. They're misguided. They only see like, yes. you know, what looks cute on Netflix Disney. or whatever. Disney. And, yeah, or on Disney. Disney. And they don't see the realities of what it's like. Like, can you imagine having, just, just envision it, okay? You have a project in the class where you have a partner. doesn't matter if it's a man partner or a female partner. It can be two guys working together, two girls working together, whatever. And you have to spend a week planning a budget, caring for a child, and you record the experiences. Go to the, make them go to the grocery store, let them know, guess what? You have a budget of $300 for the month. How are you going to make that last in groceries? How, or or give them a budget for the month and say that you have to pay rent, your light bill, whatever utilities you choose to have for this family, your child's, like m- make it a project where they have to break it down and show how they had to make this work. And if you want to make it even worse, make the budget like the average Torontonian or the Torontonians that are in poverty or whatever, like, or spin a wheel and it determines who's middle class, who's lower class, who's whatever, and have the kids do a project at the end of the month. I'm sure their eyes will be open wide the fuck open all the way. So true. And then add a screaming real baby into the class. Just ah! All day while they're trying to get that shit done. My high school used to have a baby project where the where the students would get a robot baby that would cry on uh, that would cry at random. Whether yeah, yeah, where you they had to be fed, diaper change, whatever. Yeah, and they had the baby for whatever. But I'm just saying, do the whole shebang a bang budget like have them budget for the month what they had to use for groceries for rent for this for that what their bills uh, were wh- like how did they manage how did that affect them in a partnership get like figure out is one person going to be a stay-at-home parent or is one are they both going to work and 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 switch over the baby like make them actually really truly live it out right i agree with that and I my thing that is- would be a game changer for so many kids growing up right now for sure for sure and on top of that the rea- they have to understand the realities of parenting. Like, there's a reason why there's abortions. Like, I remember when I was um, in one of my first jobs, and like, I remember a girl who was 15 came in sick, 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 sick. Okay. Yeah. And it turned out she had an abortion. Oh. And that's why she was sick that day. Okay. Wow. And yeah, and her parents you know, probably would not have approved of the guys she was with at the time and whatever. And I wasn't even sexually active at 15. So at the time I was like 17 shocked, like, damn girl, I'm a virgin and you're 15, like having an abortion. Like, I wonder what that is like, you know what I mean? I was shocked, like having to make those types of decisions, you know, at that young age, but it's understood like forcing a child to have a child. You know what I mean? Children are going to have to me, 15 is a child, okay? That's in yeah, my opinion. agreed. You're not an agreed. adult. So forcing a child to have a child is another um, violation of that child. You know what I mean? So agreed. that experience is a violation, and then you're going to force that child to have a child? Like, I do not agree with that. I also know of a girl who was allegedly raped, okay? Yeah. yeah. And then was forced to have the child, the product of that rape. Oh, that's can you believe that that's another to me that's another violation of that child like forcing a child to have a ch- like i 
And that, so you have this child for the rest of your life that is a result of a rape because of, right. you know, their religious background at the time. They, I believe they were, this particular girl was Catholic. And so um, was, you know, she had her child, you know, but it's like, it's wild for to me. Cause like, because like okay. I, I had a friend, we were grown at this time. Like we were, I want to say maybe like in our early twenties, perhaps. Um, yeah, like probably in our early twenties and you know, she had a boyfriend the family didn't approve of the boyfriend just because of his race mm-hmm. and um she didn't care she was just like whatever he's good to me we love each other yada 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 i was like okay cool so um but she had told me like girl i'm pregnant and i was like, oh my gosh like what are you gonna do mm-hmm. like i want to say congratulations but like before i say that what do you want to do you know because like you know i know not everybody wants to be pregnant so right right she had decided at the time to get an abortion and like he supported the decision went with her and all of that stuff it was very sweet but Mm -hmm. like it just showed it made me sad at the same time because she was saying she's like i can't tell my parents i can't tell my family like they will absolutely shun me because Mm -hmm. of like her background her her um cultural background she would have been she was already in their not so great books by dating somebody outside of her race mm-hmm. let alone you know unmarried, yeah and, and, and pregnant and stuff so she had to she had to do the abortion but it's just like it made me sad to feel like she felt so alone in her own home that mm-hmm. she had to do this under the guise of secrecy to right. you know to, to maintain her her livelihood essentially right 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 and it it is sad it is the saddest thing okay yeah and i can definitely say like that takes a toll on a woman and god only knows if she's still living with that secret you know what i mean yeah it's like you're forcing women to go into the deep dark corners of like market and you know what I mean like especially if you don't allow abortions women are still going to find a way you know what I mean there's going to be desperate people in situations like that that will do things anyway and it puts not only their health but it puts their life at risk you know especially if they are doing illegal abortions you know or backdoor Mm -hmm. abortions as people want to call it like I just I I, it makes me sad that the thought and the, the thought of abortion is very taboo Mm-hmm. And I just hope that, you know, with time and with people, you know, pushing for more women's rights and liberties and stuff that it becomes something that's less taboo and that's just a part of life. Because the joke is, mm-hmm. did you know, did you know that there was a male birth control pill that was um, on the verge of being available to market? Mm-hmm. It was approved by the FDA, but mm-hmm. because it included some side effects, it was ultimately rejected and not put out there. Wow, really? Yes. Wow. Yes. There is a male birth control pill that was developed that the man could take to, you know, not impregnate a woman. Mm-hmm. or to minimize the risk of impregnating a woman and because there were side effects it was shoved to the it was shoved to the side and i find it so laughable because women's birth control has side effects naturally of course yeah yeah you know all forms of female birth control has side effects and it's yep. like 
So the women can deal with the side effects and deal with the exactly. repercussions, and that, but but men apparently can't. Yeah, and it's always and like male procedures are like quick and done. Women, we have to take a pill every day. You know, we have to be the responsible ones all the time. Right? No, they go get a vasectomy. There's either a pill, a patch, a shot, the IUD. Like some women want to get whole hysterectomies and take out their their uterus, and they're being told by doctors that they shouldn't because oh, you might change your mind. But for a man, it's like I want to get a vasectomy, and they're like, okay, great, snip. Snip and done. Exactly. You're done for the rest of your life. Like, you don't have to remember every day to take a pill. Please. Please. Pure girls will be getting pregnant left, right, if men have to remember to take a pill. Okay. Can I... This is my thing. Mm -hmm. Hold on. I want to... Can I bring in a third opinion on this, just for a quick second? Go ahead. I have uh, the mister nearby. I just want to ask, if there was a male birth control on the market where it was like perhaps a daily pill of some sort and it had side effects but mild pers- like I don't know a side effect of maybe 5 to 15 percent would you take it yeah, yeah? yeah. well there's there's the one off <laughs> there's the one off yeah, the one they responsible man in Toronto men didn't want to deal with the side effects <laughs> Personally, um, especially if I was going through a whole phase, like I would 100% want that because it means that you know some of the stuff that we're talking about about like some of these moves we'll try to pull where they try to trap men to have uh, a pregnancy, yeah, completely taken out, not gonna happen off the market. You're done. Don't worry about that shit. It's good. Pack it up. Facts. And that's one in a million. And and this is the thing, like. The whole trapping of the pregnancy is um, where I was going to go with trying to explain why it's so wrong to um, be against abortion, okay? Because the idea that you're telling a woman that she must go through with a pregnancy is you telling her that her body is not her own. You are telling her that she does not have a say in what happens with her own organs, what happens with her own body, which is her temple. So if you're telling her that a seed has planted and she must incubate it, she must take care of it, she must eat healthy, she must take vitamins, she must go to a doctor's appointments, she must get blood taken, she must buy new clothes and and she's telling her, All these things that she must do now because what if she got raped? What if she got raped by a relative? What if she got raped by her father? What if she got raped by a stranger? Or what if she just made a mistake? Yeah. She doesn't deserve to have her body be her own and make her own decisions. I'm sorry. I'm telling you, you, if men could get pregnant, if it was optional, that it wasn't just the women who had to carry a baby, but a man had to carry a baby too, girl, there would be an abortion clinic on every corner like a Tim Hortons or a McDonald's. no! No, there would be phone booths. There would be phone booths. You just go in and it vacuum sucks it out and you walk out like nothing happened. That's what it would be if it was men. Yo, I'm telling you. 
I'm go in, put your dollar it in. It would be an everyday, around the corner, no big deal situation. Yep. But because through. it's women, we have to go through the cloak of night into yep. miscellaneous clinics, have to do all the research, fill out the paperwork, have to be asked, are you sure this is what you want? Like, yep. how many sexual partners have you had? How many right. pregnancies? How many this? How many that? All Wait, of is that. this your first? Of course. If right. it was a man, and put a quarter in a machine, it vacuums it out next. Gone. <laughs> I'm that's telling it. you because like that's the reality of it because like a lot of a lot of, pe- of people when I say people I mean a lot of men or mm-hmm. people who cannot have children are always the ones to be like oh well it shouldn't be a big deal oh you should be able to deal with it and it's like don't tell me what I can and cannot deal with when thank you don't you. have the capacity to do it yourself and that's to understand the, thank you right that's thank the other you. because it's like and it, and it like it can even be translated to when you hear stories like I'll never forget. Remember the guy who drew, I, I can't remember if he drugged her or if she was drunk, but there was a woman who was literally like raped behind a dumpster, and somebody saw what happened and tackled him down and got him arrested, and he was he was in court and he only ended up he could only ended up getting sentenced to like six months in prison and only did three months for it because of good behavior. I think his name was Brock mm. Turner or something. Oh. But, but like, I'll never forget that because like one of the defenses they were saying was like, oh, please be lenient. He has a future. He has this. And it's like, what about the woman? Doesn't a woman Thank have you. a future? Like, Thank why you. can't a woman's future not include having to have a child like what would you rather have a child with a a bad mother or a mother who didn't want them versus a woman or a person that did thank you and when these things happen and you hear of mothers you know harming their children or having depression and neglecting their kids it's like I feel so horrible for those children. And we never know the story. Was she forced to have this child? Did was yeah. these kids wanted? Does this woman have, you know, mental disorders? So were they pressured. Were they pressured? Exactly. And sometimes fully healthy will have kids and then go nuts. Yeah, okay? Absolutely. Go absolutely. driven absolutely bananas. Okay. I'm telling you. For me personally, before I having kids, I felt invincible. I literally felt invincible. After having kids, it opened my eyes. I was like, holy smokes. I went and I hugged my mom and kissed my mom and realized, holy smokes, if I have not been worshiping the ground she's been walking on for the past whatever years, I have not been respecting her because there is no joke. It is no joke. Put it this way, it's an it's a choice that you make every single day. Every moment and up. every day. Yep. Yeah. Because yep. it's like you can't you can't just tag out and be like, Oh, I'm not a mom today. Okay, bye. And right. like, I need a break. Like, yeah. Right. You, it doesn't you literally happen. can't. So it's like to 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 say that somebody's immature because like they don't want to have a child for their own personal reasons is yes. so bonkers to me. And also, when people harass people who just don't want kids, period. I'm like, are you kidding me? They're evolved. They're evolved, (laughs) yo. They're human sapiens, 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 okay? I'm dying, stop it. Homo, there's homo, I'm like, human sapiens. There's homo sapiens. And we're homo sapiens, sapiens. But they're the homo sapiens, sapiens, sapiens. Like, literally, okay? (laughs) 
people who do not want kids, I'm like, oh my God, you see the future. You are the future. Like when I hear that, and I had a friend who was like that, you wouldn't believe, but her and her two sisters. So there's three children, three sisters. All of yeah. them don't want kids. Yo, Yo. I'm telling you. And, and here's I the thing, stop. like I had a, I had a conversation with my nephew like maybe sometime last month and we were just talking in general talking about life talking about decisions talking about a whole bunch of things and he said to me he's like yo auntie like i don't think i want to have kids like based off of his own personal beliefs and his own childhood or whatever and i mm -hmm. said to him i'm like look if you don't want to have children you're fully entitled you're not obligated to have children that's not your right. purpose on the planet however mm -hmm. if you do decide to have a child please make it be something that you want to do because there are a lot of people who have kids and just raise them just to raise them. But it's like, I personally believe you need to raise children with a standard that you want right. them to have for themselves as an adult. So that when they're off into the world, making life for themselves, they're not just subjecting to them, not subjecting themselves to like whatever the streets want to give them because they don't know any better or they think that's right. what you know you're supposed to do and it's like that's a that's that's a that's a huge responsibility like i yep. i try i try yep. not to downplay it and be like look like i have a kid of my own it's not easy right. you know and i'm not going to try and pretend like oh every day is amazing and you know whatever like she's a great child i love her dearly but like it's also a lot of work Right. And the reality is too, like, it's important to make sure that you are mentally stable and ready. You know, readiness is a serious thing when it comes to yep. children. Ready. Yeah. So many people are just generally not even adults themselves and not mature and capable enough of taking care of themselves and are still having kids because, oh, it's the right thing to do. And well, yeah. Yeah, like, absolutely. I can name off some people who had no business, a spread leg, never mind, a procreate. Okay? Girl, same here. Same I'm here. I'm telling I'm you. It's not, oh, and I had to get real Jamaican patois with that because it was the only thing that would have done that justice. Okay? <laughs> Serious. So many. I know a multitude of people. Okay? And I'm telling you, like, even I myself, no shame in the game i could say right now the woman i am now i am so much more prepared than the day i had my first child you know what i mean oh, but, and yeah, it just absolutely it comes with the territory really like your first kid you're wobbly the second kid you're like okay this is nothing the third kid you're like what i had a baby like you know what i mean because you're just so used to it it's clockwork you know so right. never mind when you are mentally just ready and looking for it you know when it's right. sprung upon you and and if you're young and if you're you know scared and you don't have support i couldn't imagine that and i had so much support i was grown i had a partner and it was still hard my sister who is grown grown okay right has right. one kid stable partner you know you know six figure incomes okay 
if right. not seven figure. Okay, I don't even know her business like that, but I'm telling <laughs> you, she's doing well. Okay, right. they are yeah. having issues because a child is so much work. You know what I mean? Period. Never Period. mind people who are not prepared and a mother who didn't want it, the child, and wished abortion, but felt pressured. You know, it's so, it's so wrong. Absolutely. And I want to say one last thing. Uh -huh. before we even start wrapping this up too but um i have been in positions before and recently a position where i refused a man's sex okay mm -hmm. not, not some random dude but obviously someone close to me okay mm -hmm. a, a, a former partner and this man got angry with me and got just disrespectful okay Mm -hmm. And it hurt me so bad because I was like, how dare you? How dare you as a human being feel so entitled to my body to the point where I feel like an object, where I feel like me as a human, my soul, spirit, my mind is just inconsequential to you. It right. does it. You don't even care about me as a person, a spirit, as a life force in here. Right. You're right. so mad you couldn't get the physical, the outside body that you don't even care that there's a person inside there crying out for help or for peace. I just wanted peace. I was tired. So for you, and it just and it really woke me up because it made me feel like wow my body I must be worthless for you to feel like I'm only valuable if you're getting what you want right I only have value when you're getting what you want I must be nothing and I thought of the women many girls who have been raped before and then who kind of act out and just allow you know they they are go promiscuous and it opened my eyes because I'm like these girls feel like somebody took their body Egged them and just used them and reduced their body to nothing but an object. So they go on living their life not caring anymore. Why should they care about their body if no one else is respecting their body? You know what I mean? And it's yeah. the same thing with abortions. If y'all are going to force a girl to have a baby, you're telling her your body is not your own. Who cares what you want to do with your body? No, your body is the world's now. The world is no you must have this baby the the outside forces matter than who is within no right that is friggin wrong it's disgusting and it is wrong and until you are in a position where you need to take a shit and someone's telling you you're not allowed to take a shit but you have to hold it all day <laughs> seriously no, no, no because your body is not alone there's nothing i can add to that because that's all facts like how dare dare you how dare you how dare you that's all i could tell you and i wish more people could hear this because it's such a disrespect don't it's none of your business what's going on behind anybody's bedroom closed doors what happens in their home that doesn't involve you unless obviously violence and things like that but between consenting adults it's none of your business and between a woman's legs is none of your business what she decides to do because it's between her legs okay whether a man it's just like telling a man no you can't get a vasectomy then no they're gonna get one if they want to it's their dick 
So yeah. it's her vagina. It's her vagina. If she don't want <laughs> something in there, she want to snip, snip her tubes, whether a baby's in there or not, it's her business. Because yeah. no one's asking the wife, oh, the doctor doesn't stop and say, well, does your wife want you to get this vasectomy? No, they don't fucking ask. It's his Yo, dick. Crack. It's not a question. Crack. It's not a question. Next. Gosh. Wait, Anyways, that- do you have any final thoughts? Girl, no, that was the final thought. All I'm saying is a woman's body is their own. Have respect for another person as you would want for yourself. And if somebody, like, uh, just to even tie it back to the Reddit story in the beginning, mm-hmm. she needs to leave that man because oh this is something that, like, it's not something where you can just kind of let it linger and be like, oh, well, they're going to come around and be pro-choice or th- she's going to come around and be pro-life. Like, mm-hmm. this is just... a this is a non-starter. So it's like, if that's how you feel, then you need to move on with the pe- people who feel the way you feel. Exactly. You know? And if exactly. you want to be pro-choice or pro-life and have a whole heap of babies and struggle with them, that's mm-hmm. your business. But if you want to be pro-choice and decide, you know what, this this child's not going to be viable. I, I can't work for me. And you'd make, you'd make the choice to terminate. That's also your choice too. And you live with the consequences as so. So it's exactly. like... Leave that man. <laughs> Period. Yeah, girl next. Girl Period. next. Because especially you have to just be with somebody who respects your pers- like your um your position and your perspective. Um, just like, you know, when we even talked uh in a lot another episode, um we, we have an episode where we talk about, you know, how our partners, like I remember mentioning up an ex of mine who didn't respect me supporting Black Lives Matter because he thought it was just going to be a fad, okay? Right. That's a man I could never be with because you're not even respecting my perspective. You're not seeing deeper down to the feeling. It's not even about the issue at hand. It's the feeling behind it. If I'm passionate about something, you need to just understand this is what she's passionate about and it affects her deeper than I could ever understand. So does it matter if I think it's a trend? Well, it and that's matter. the other thing. If you think mm-hmm. that the that the human rights for a whole set of a whole race of people is a trend, that's a huge red flag. <laughs> that's not even like a red flag. Oh, that that's is like not a, even a red, red flag. Flare. That's, that's a red a, flare. That's a full, yeah, that's a, forest, that's a forest fire. Red Armageddon. Okay, like I'm done. I'm telling you. So like, mm-mm. it's it's way too much. And never mind abortion and the life of your kids. That is controlling to me. It, it's controlling, and I would not want to be with a man like I'm. So serious now about control. Yeah. Because it's it, it leads to abuse, and it leads to manipulation. Well, I was gonna and say control leads, is a form of abuse. Could. I was saying control is a form of abuse. So. Change once he is used to certain things. You know what I mean? Like men will test you. Anybody will test you. And I would never want to make a man feel comfortable controlling me and thinking that, you know, that is okay. You know, and you want to check those things right away. You cannot stay with a man like that. Anyway. But yes, thank you guys for listening. I am one half of your host. If you guys remember, as usual, if you have any opinions to add, or if you think we said something wrong, 
bring it. Bring that smoke. Bring that fire. <laughs> Light that flare, girl. Light that flare. Because we want to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually have, um, we're working on scheduling, having a few more guest hosts that are going to be with us, um, that are going to be giving their opinions. Um, we may ask them about what they think about this kind of topic, but, um, it's definitely going to be kind of centered more around like dating and relationships specifically. Mm-hmm. But if you have questions that you want to ask male counterparts, please send them. You can either drop them in our DMs on Instagram at this black girl podcast. Or you can email them to us at thisblackgirlpodcast at gmail.com. We keep all the requests anonymous just because we don't want to put necessarily people on blast that don't want to be on blast. So if you want to ask your question, have that privacy, you're more than welcome to. But we definitely want, you know, your input and mm-hmm. your 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 thoughts. Like, like that, people yeah. love to say that smoke. Mm-hmm. Bring that smoke, sis. Bring it. <laughs> We love it. If you are listening right now, we put the onus on you. We want we're, 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 we want your help. Give us some feedback. Did you think that, you know, we're, and tell us where you're from. We know we've got viewers all over the world, all over the globe. And what's wonderful about this day and age, we can talk to people all over the world with different perspectives. So I am putting it to you, listener. Please let me know. I want to know about you. What do you think about this? Where do you feel? You know, do you have any stories of, you know, abortion or not necessarily your own? You could, like we said, stay anonymous. But do you know the story of someone who, you know, had an abortion, was better for it, had one, was worse for it? Whatever. Like everyone's experience is different. So let us know and have a great day. Again, I am at The Hill Diva on IG. You can even bring that smoke straight to my inbox. Bring it. <laughs> and I am at ola.miss.lola aka lola make sure that you follow us on our instagram page give us that feedback give us a smoke send us your questions we love to hear them and with that i guess we can bid you adieu 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 <laughs> to you adieu adieu <laughs> all right bye bye, bye.